0: Hey Podcast Land, what's going on? This is HMX Cat, and we are back with episode 12 of the Harmonix Podcast. So you weren't able to make it to GDC this year, well not to worry because K-Fan's got you covered. Our very own K-Fan will be talking with us this week about what it takes to get a job in the game industry. We're also going to be talking about Kung Fu during the social with the Thrasher. And it's an epic DLC roundtable this week, two parts. First we'll be talking about the launch of RBN and then some other really, really exciting secret news that I can't tell you yet.
1: It's a very exciting segment of So You Want to Be a Game Developer. We are talking with the man himself, HMX K-Fan, Kevin Fanning, our recruiter here. And if you want to get your foot in the door here at Harmonix, K-Fan is the gatekeeper. So this is a very important episode of So You Want to Be a Game Developer. Be sure you listen up and take notes and follow K-Fan on Twitter.
2: Hi, I'm uh, Kevin, Kevin Fanning, and I'm uh, the... I guess my official title is manager of strategic staffing here at Harmonix. Basically, that just means I'm a recruiter and I help hire people.
1: Cool. So let's talk a little bit about how the search for a candidate works.
2: It's kind of like a long, um, complicated process. It's never like works like the same way twice. But basically, like someone, a manager here, like sort of identifies a need to hire someone, and they'll um, will work with them to like. Um, Figure out like what it is that role is going to be and what they're going to do, and we sort of put together a job description, and then I'll talk with not just the manager but like the the people who. That new hire will interact with here, so I can get a sense of what it is they really want, like not just like the skills and the background, but like what types of like personality and motivations and like sort of like the more like softer, harder to find stuff that that would be helpful to the person in this role.
1: Just so what are your sort of general general tips for folks who are submitting a resume not not just to us but to any any game studio
2: yeah, well, the big thing about um how to get a job in the video games industry is, um, like, the kind of, like, secret of it is that you need to figure out what it is you want to do, and then you need to get really good at it. Um, and that's, like, super hard to do. Like, that's kind of the biggest hurdle. But if you can figure out, like, what it is that you like about video games and what it is about your skills and experience and background and passion that you can contribute to the world of video games and, like, get as good as it, at it as possible, then that is going to, like, really set you apart because there's a lot of people who you know, they want to be in the video games, but they haven't really figured out what that means or like what they're good at and how, um, like what their passion is about, um, working in video games. So if you can like figure out what it is, like whether it's programming or is it animation or is it doing character art or, um, you know, production, you know, project management, like whatever it is, like if you can figure out how to get good at that. And then, you know, that's going to be like the first big hurdle. That's going to put you totally head and shoulders above everybody else. And then, you know I talk a lot on on my Twitter about like um you know I you know i every resume I get like I take really seriously, and it's just kind of funny like the big what most people seem to miss, I guess is that um you. There's a lot of people competing for very few jobs right now. So it's really, really hard. And the thing that people need to do is just avoid making careless mistakes. Yeah,
1: that's very true. I used to do resume reviews at my old job. And especially with, I used to hire people to do research, you know, and work under me. And with a detail-oriented job like executive assistant or QA, if you write it and you, you misspell the name of Alex Agopolis or you have a really weird typo, I mean, that right there kind of, that's that's usually like your oops.
2: Yeah, if someone has one misspelled word or something on their cover letter, then that's enough to get them taken out of the running because you have to get that pile narrowed down somehow. So, the big, you know, the big thing is to just like have attention to detail and like like avoid making as like few like silly mistakes as possible. Like that's that's the big thing that like keeps people from like Um, having success in their job searches is, is like, just making little mistakes. And it's hard, you know. You have to, like, really tailor, you know, your cover letter and, like, your um, application materials. Like, you can't really just, like, use them over and over again for every job that you're applying for. You have to, like, really tailor them. And it takes a lot of work, and it's exhausting, and it's hard. It's really, really hard. But um, you have to look at that as your job, like, until you get your job because it's just like it just takes that sort of like stubbornness and like total focus and attention to detail in order to get where you want to yeah
1: tenacity be tenacious people (laughs) so all right um in closing kevin do you have do you have any any other tips or any any other advice for potential job seekers for example you know casey recommended to aspiring designers uh, practice building levels play games with level level builders some of our other folks uh Matt Gilpin was recommending, you know, if you want to be a character designer, be sure you you do a lot of figure studies and pay attention to your 2D skills as well as your 3D skills.
2: Um, yeah, well, I mean, there's a ton of resources out there um, as far as, like, learning what the skills are that go into making video games. Um, so, you know, explore, like, what those are and, like, figure, you know, learn a lot about, like, what goes into video game production so you can figure out where it is that you fit in. And, um... Just, like I said, try to get really good at what it is that you want to do and um, and network and just try to, like, learn, like, what you can, Um, you know, networking and, like, figuring out, like how to get your foot in the door or get your resume in front of the right person is easier than it ever was in the past. Like, you know, everybody, like we have LinkedIn, we have Twitter, we have Facebook, mm-hmm. we have all these resources that make it really easy for, you know, introverted people like I am, you yeah. know, to like, <laughs> to like figure out like, you know, who your friends are, who do your friends know at different companies? Um, Just like, you know, trying to get yourself out there and, you know, meeting people and, um and just networking, like that's like going to be The biggest thing that you can do because um you know you don't always not all jobs always you know get posted you know you never know like what is if someone can keep you someone might be impressed with you and they might might not have a position for you right now but like maybe six months they'll think of you because you made a positive impression um so just like networking and like having a really good portfolio is like the best bet i guess
0: yeah
1: I definitely agree and I'd say wait for that good opportunity I really wanted to get a job here but I knew I wanted to work on community and with Sean Baptiste and I think I waited more than, definitely over a year after the first time I'd been introduced to him and told him I wanted to work with him before I well before someone else here took my resume and handed it to him and said you have an opening so thank you so much Kevin yeah and don't forget follow Kevin on Twitter HMXKFan for all sorts of Uh, fun tips, job opening advice and just general silliness and greatness. Kung Fu edition Social, But you see, on, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be excellent. We are talking to Pete Smith, who's been on the podcast before, and special guest Pete's daughter. Yeah. For our listeners, why don't you talk a little bit about sort of what you study and how you got started?
3: I mean, Kung Fu is awesome, and I s- certainly found out about it when I was a kid, mostly from movies and stuff. Um, and have recently taken up uh, internal martial arts at a school here in Boston, uh, referred to by our dear friend Keith here. <laughs> and uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool stuff, you know. Um, I was I was an actor by trade before getting a job at Harmonix, and I was really uh, interested in the physical approaches to acting and martial arts. Uh, kind of has a similar um, a similar bent, similar philosophy
4: to it. I've been into kung fu longer than I've been into skateboarding and punk rock. So it's been like over like probably closer to like over 25 years. Wow.
1: And how did you get started? Um,
4: when I was very little, I'll try and keep the story as short sure as possible. <laughs> when I was very little, Enter the Dragon came out and I was a very small child. And I thought Bruce Lee was the coolest thing in the world, the film, and it was so much larger than life and everything, and I just completely fell in love with it. And through that, I fell in love with the Chinese culture. My main teacher right now, who's also Nate's teacher, is uh, Bo Sim Mark, and she was like an innovator ahead of her time who brought Kung Fu to America actually before the Bruce Lee explosion. And um, I I loved her as a child and then eventually got the honor of being able to study under her. And I've, I've been at her school for almost 10 years. And uh, recently, actually, I've been taken under the wing also of a real priest from Mudong Mountain in China, which is like the internal version where Shaolin is external version of Kung Fu. Um,
1: I'm glad we were, we're talking about your teacher a little bit because she's a pretty incredible woman. Mm-hmm. And I think people should Google her. Yes. If it's possible. Um,
4: Bosin Mark, B O W S I M M A R K.
1: Yeah, she's, she's a badass. She's amazing.
4: Um, I've, I'm
3: fairly new to the school, Master Mark. At, at, at Master Mastermark school, you kind of have to have gone there for at least se- seven to ten years before you're actually considered, like, a recurring <laughs> student. Um, so I've been studying for, like, two years now, and I'm starting to kind of understand a little bit about what, uh, what Keith is kind of talking about, about the physics of internal energy. Um, it's one of those things, you know, the first time I saw, you know, a Kurosawa movie... I realized I knew somewhere that I was watching something that I didn't quite understand, and I kind of get the same feeling studying from Master Mark. You know, I'm I'm picking up bits and pieces, but there's a lot of content that I don't quite understand. And you know, it's the it's the kind of thing that you kind of study for years and years and understand a bit at a time. And so it's very very cool.
4: It should be noted that Master um, Mark is also Donnie Yen's. Mother and Donnie Yen is like a internationally famous kung fu movie star. Um, Anybody who doesn't know the name probably would recognize him as the father from the Iron Monkey, and he was the guy who fought Jet Li in Hero that used the spear in the beginning, the first big fight in Hero. So
1: awesome. So kung fu and tai chi, Mm. any other martial arts, or or why kung fu? I mean, we've covered this a little bit, but why kung fu over another form?
4: Um, For me, I just found that the. for the Chinese arts Just seem to flow more for me And seem more round As opposed to square They don't meet force with force They divert force I'd also like to say in fairness though That any art that you're really good at Is the best art for you So it's not necessarily that everybody should run and do Kung Fu Because maybe that's not their thing But that's what my Sifu says She says that um, every, what, When someone when asked what the best martial art to take is And she says the one you're best at And for me it was Kung Fu
3: yeah. It, martial arts is definitely one of those things that the more you do it, the more you kind of understand the specifics of your own quality of movement, of your own body. And, you know, in any, you know, in any art form, whether it's physical or mental or whatever, you know, one of, one of the reasons people... I, one, I think one of the reasons people do it for years and years and years is because they learn more about themselves and they kind of help augment their perspective on their own life and everyone kind of you know if you persist you kind of figure out a little bit more about who you are and that is that's one of the real appealing things about studying anything Um, to me the word kung fu like is so overarching because technically anything can be kung fu Really. I mean, you have a good meal at a restaurant. You can say, like, oh, this chef has good kung fu, you know? You can, like, apply that to, to, to whatever, to whatever you're good at. Um, I play a lot of Street Fighter Four, so I like to think that I have good <laughs> kung fu there, but I definitely don't.
1: So, closing, I wanted to ask you a cheesy question, like, what's, what's the best thing you learned about yourself? But instead, let's do something fun. Uh, what is your favorite kung fu movie
4: oh. and why? Oh, that is so tough.
1: It's like picking your favorite child.
4: Yeah, 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 that's really tough. Well, I'll
3: give, I'll give Keith a, a moment to think about it, because I've recently seen a movie that I know that I could watch a million times in a row, and it's it, it was the movie adaptation of actually a Hong Kong miniseries called The Tai Chi Master that has, uh, ooh, Jackie Lee. Yeah, yeah, Jackie ja- Wu Jing. Jackie Wu Jing, um as the lead and there are it's so it's like super epic for one thing and it looks kind of cheesy because it's obviously like filmed on what we would consider a budget but there are like fights in it that are unbelievable and there's this one fight between Jackie Wu and uh, and like a Bagua master and it's Tai Chi against Bagua and it's so I gotta so see this <laughs> I really gotta see this it, it is so so <laughs> freaking tight and the movie I mean the movie's awesome too like as long as you can kind of like Ignore the cheesy lines and stuff. Like it's super epic, and it tells kind of one of the legends of how Chen style Tai Chi was adapted by Master Yang in kind of the 16th century. It's
4: it's sweet, 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 sweet business. Um, to be fair, I'd have to say fr- I couldn't say one, but I could say three.
0: Okay. Okay.
4: Um, enter the Dragon for obvious reasons. Yeah. Because that that um, opened the door for me. And, and that's more like a, of an inspirational thing. Then I would have to say um, this is actually a new one. Would be Ip Man, which actually stars Donnie Yen, and it's it's a biopic about the early life of Bruce Lee's kung fu teacher, oh. and it's pretty amazing. Um,
3: www. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> um, actually, I'm going to make this like four. And then I would say that uh, another one would be and a movie called Dirty Ho, which is not about anything like that. It just translates <laughs> it just, just translates saying. really badly into English. Yeah. it's about a it's about a, a bumpkin who gets in trouble all the time named Dirty Faced Ho. Right? And he ends up teaming up with a prince who's undercover and they go on all these crazy adventures together. But that stars Gordon Liu who's better known to American audience. as Pai May from yeah. the Kill, Kill Bill, Bill. Bill series. Um okay. And 36 chambers. I guess Um, hmm. another one I have to say in terms of favorites all time would have to be overall um, Fist of Fury aka Chinese Connection by Bruce Lee Mm -hmm. because I think that that's just especially the Chinese version subtitled not the dubbed John Wayne voice one Mm -hmm. but um, I just think that that movie is really powerful um, done well and still holds up today and he beats the crap out of 100 black belts in one round so that's kind of awesome
1: Awesome. So if you're into Kung Fu or you have questions for Keith and Nate or you just want to tell us about your favorite Kung Fu movies, you can post a comment in the section, in the comment section on the podcast or even better, give us a voicemail at hmx.mailbox on Skype and we will play it on the podcast and I will make sure that Keith and Nate hear it. As long as it's nice and appropriate. <laughs> no Russian, no Russian brag calls, please. <laughs> LC round table. Yeah. Yay. So this week we have a really excellent two part round table. Ooh. Ooh. I know. It's an extended round table.
0: I feel like we're on NPR right now. I know. I'm very excited.
1: <laughs> um, the first part of our round table talk about
5: the launch of Rock Band Network. Did any songs come out in uh, in Rock Band Network? No, none. (laughs) I hear
0: tell that there were uh, well over 100 tracks on launch day. Wow. Yeah. Um,
5: We had 105 new songs uh, generated by the community. That means you guys. Uh, 105 new songs um, hit on launch day, uh, which is the single largest release of music on any rhythm-based music game ever. Um, which tops the previous record held at 104 songs, which was Rock Band 2's release, um, plus the 20 free DLC. Uh, so, guys, what
1: were, your, uh, what were your day one RBN purchases?
5: I picked up a couple of main drag songs right off the bat. I like to support John Drake and his <laughs> feverish addiction to Rock Band Network. For uh, me,
2: uh, oh, sorry. Oh, no, I'm done. I don't know you had a further thought.
5: That is it. For me, uh, DNA's Evolution, uh, the song's called The Heist.
2: Uh, there's a QA guy here named Adam Cardoza. That's his band with one other dude, and uh, it's a really cool, almost surf rock song with a cool, really challenging drum solo.
0: Yeah. Um, I picked up Specs' Grumpy Town because <laughs> I was really into hearing Chris Foster sing. I think it uh, was quite a highlight of my week. That's do you know, a pretty fun one. Do you know I had...
1: I Every time I listen to Spec tracks, because we use them in the podcast a lot, I have really bizarre nightmares afterwards, and in my nightmares, I always hear <laughs> Chris's sing, singing, like piratey voice, yelling at me in my dreams. Wow. Don't mm-hmm. piss him off. That's probably TMI, but yeah, especially, it started after VP of Booty Reports. It's gotten really that bad lately. Sense. That makes mm.
0: sense. Chris Foster, pirate. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get, Cat? Kat? Um, I bought my own band um, (laughs) song, which we've already discussed, but um, I was also very into the Flogging Molly songs, which apparently many, many, many other people were as well, because I believe they were very high up
5: there. They were really high up there, They they were
0: very high up there.
1: I I bought both of them, and then it cracks me up because in my house, I got home and my roommates were buying tracks, and they bought, like, The Shins Australia and some other uh, Indy and then my list is. I think I bought Day of Mourning. I bought Battles and Brotherhood. Oh, the three uh, inches of blood. Song. Yeah, which I love. That's too funny. I bought. And um, Day of Mourning is like a loud yelling song. I bought. I bought like a ton of
0: metal tracks, and then wondered why I was living in that house. <laughs> so we want to hear what you guys bought through RBN on day one and all the days since day one, um, and you should leave us a voicemail on our Skype mailbox. Letting us know what songs you like in RBN. Uh,
5: I would also like to hear from uh, the person responsible for downloading uh, even Rats by The Slip on day one um, at probably like 12.01. Oh, right. uh, Because that was the first song officially downloaded through RBN. Yay. Even though Drake had a dev kit set up in the office, (laughs) and we were downloading Immediately, like as soon as the store opened, someone somehow got in before him. So if you were that someone, let us know, and we'll talk to you about awesome stuff.
0: Yeah, that is some yeah, determination. Yeah. Commitment. Uh, Excellent. Cool. So what do we have in the way of traditional DLC coming out next week? Oh, this is the
1: really exciting, really fun... Well, not the art. More exciting
5: and more fun than the 105 other songs that came out on day one. Um, I think for
1: Pisha. three people at the end of the table... This week is going to be awesome because
5: Lady Gaga! We
0: have a Lady Gaga. You can see Aaron's face right now.
5: He's so happy. Uh, I'm one of those three people. So excited.
0: His voice goes up three octaves when he talks about it. Um, Ooh la la. Oh my goodness. I cannot (laughs) believe it. Roma Ma. ma. I'm going to just dance all over the place. Um, I can't wait to play these tracks. I'm really excited. Are you going to just dance with your poker face? I am going to just dance with my poker face, and I'm going to have a monster of a bad romance. Oh. It's just like everyday life. Um, yeah, so totally psyched about those tracks. Cannot wait to play them. Yay. Also,
1: if you all make videos and send us videos, maybe we'll make a video.
0: Yeah, send you a yeah. Video. I, I would love to see um, a video of some people playing Lady Gaga. And, you know, we like costumes. We like makeup. Yeah, we like PVC. Yeah. A big thing. Yeah. Hairphones. Go so, for mm-hmm. it. You know, just go for it.
3: I was introduced to Lady Gaga by my dad, um, who was a FedEx <laughs> courier. Um, it was his birthday last year. He turned 59. And we were opening presents, and he opened up a CD, and it was Lady Gaga. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what to say, because for one thing, I, I didn't really know who she was yet. I'd heard it. I thought it was like... That's really a band name <laughs> and then the second thing is it's my dad and I just I never knew he would like that kind of music but he's so into it like he plays it all the time when whenever I come over it's pretty awesome
1: and now you can play Lady Gaga and Rock Band with your
2: dad yeah
3: I'm, I'm excited to have him sit down and try and play it on Rock Band it's gonna be weird <laughs>
5: Yay! I just want to say that I'm really disappointed. I thought that story was going to be about Fish meeting Lady Gaga. <laughs> and she, she wasn't actually physically part of this interaction, and, and I'm disappointed in Fish's father mostly.
0: Oh
1: man. yeah. If you have a story about your parents liking Lady Gaga, you should post about it in the comments on the zine, or send us a voicemail at hmx.mailbox on Skype. So aside from the Lady Gaga 4-pack this week, which includes Bad Romance, Just Dance, Monster, and Poker Face, we also have, and this is really incredible, the Eric Cartman version from South Park version of Poker Face. So that's like five times Lady Gaga. In addition to that, we've also got a track from Three Doors Down called It's Not My Time, Um, Control by Mute Math, and then two tracks by the subways oh yeah and rock and roll queen so
2: we actually saw the subways um when we were in new york city for the cmj festival they were uh playing at a really really cool uh bar we found called um Otto's shrunken head uh, which is this really divey uh tiki bar and they were playing in the back room and it was totally cool. Uh, you He's guys should check Yeah, you uh,
0: anyone out there is complaining, I am sorry for you. Yeah, <laughs> I am too. Uh, until next time, Podcast Land. Stay cool. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> this is
1: You well, should, we, should we people what
3: we
0: know about 3? That it's going to
1: be awesome.
5: <laughs> that it exists. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Those are the uh, only things I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's it. Um, Yeah, so, cool. Yeah. You should uh, tell Sean to start picking out all the DLC. Yeah, that's a Sean, all I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. Who's up to
0: so guys let's um, let's tell them about some of the key features that that weren't announced today about rock and 3 what do you think oh yeah that one yeah. thing that I'm really excited about yeah so guys stay tuned it's- because you're gonna be so excited to see
6: Hey, uh, what's going on? um, <laughs> <Hey, I'm good. laughs> sorry. <laughs> hey, uh, my name's uh, Clive, uh, Clive Lewis. I'm a uh, graphic web designer. Um, I design websites for big, big business like like yourself, like <laughs> like ar- Harmonics. Um, I I was just uh, perusing your website earlier. I, wait, uh, hold on, let me bring it up there. Uh, Rock Rockband.com with a little R registered. Trademark, yeah. Uh, uh, um, I, w- I was just looking at it. Uh, I think, I think it's great, man. I, I, I love the pictures, the sounds. The, 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 you know, the eagle that's spreading its wings as if to welcome in the audience. You know, that's great. You know, uh, the fire behind it, like, you know, you can come in, but this is, this is a dangerous turf. You know, you know, you can't, you can't just come in and, you know, do what you like. You know, you gotta be, you gotta get by the rules of the harmonics business. Now, you know, that's great. You know, I, I like that. But I'm just looking at it, and I'm thinking you know it's it needs something else, okay, I was thinking maybe a tiger I just noticed' there's one there, so you know you got the tiger that's good, check box, tick it off, you know you know you better write this down get 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 some like paper, yeah, and you know just just write right write down what i what I have to say here, okay, but so this is important i I've worked in many big businesses, many, and they' all bowed down to me when I have given them ideas. When I have said to them, "Look, you know, you gotta have a a pink gorilla in that bit, you know," and they say, "Whoa, okay, let's do that," you know, it, you know, maybe sometimes they ain't so happy about it, but they gotta make the decision, you know. They have to go with Clive Lewis's decision. or they go with, you know, the the, the trendies with their cool open ties and the the co- the collars, you know. I want to collars. I got co- I I got lots of collars. I I can give you some collars. Uh, I got a color ring book. Um, uh, yeah. Hey, look at this. Okay, get your get your notebook, get your pen, get your paper, get it, get it all. Write it down. Okay, I'm saying to you. Okay, great that you got rock band the same logo as the cover, right? You know the the black typeface with the white outline. But I'm telling you, you know, you're limiting your audience with that sharp edge. You know, you don't want that. You want round. You want nice round images, you know, like a buttock, you know what I mean, you know?